Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes or by tweeting at me at Rick Lee James on Twitter. And please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account at Mr. Rogers Say, where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I'm your host, Rick Lee James, and I'm very glad that you can be here with us today for what is going to be a great conversation. My guest today on the podcast is Legend Ozora. Legend is an artist mature beyond her years. At only 18 years old, Legend is the first female solo act signed with Old Bear Records. Her love for people in the local church is evident in her life and songs. Much of her passion has been inspired by her numerous mission trips to Haiti, serving the poor and the orphan. Her new EP, Come Close, released on February 15, 2019, and we are so glad to have her with us today. Legend Ozora, welcome to the Voices in My Head podcast. Thank you. I have no idea who wrote that bio, by the way. But I really appreciate it. <laughs> it was just on social media one day. I was like, I'm going to use this. Yeah, well, it, it was a nice, I think it's a very good and very accurate description. So that's so that's a good thing. It's short, but it says a whole lot about who you are as a person and as an artist. And so I'm excited to have a chance to, to speak with you today. Before we get too far into this, I know from listening to the Bare Tone podcast with mm-hmm. you on it recently that you like singing a lot better than you like talking. So oh, yes. talking is always a bit of a, a challenge sometimes for those of us that make music. But I'd love for you, and, and feel free to do this as briefly as you want, but just before we get too far in, I always like to give the chance uh, to guests to let the audience know something about them. So I'd love maybe if you just to kind of in a nutshell, tell us a little about yourself, maybe how your God story connects in with your music and where you are now. But really, it's open to you. Just uh, let us know a little bit about who you are. Sure. All right. Um, well, I have grown up in the church. I grew up in an amazing Christian family. Um, both of my parents have been in ministry when i was little we had a skate park that we called the tabernacle it was just these huge skate ramps that we would travel all over with and plant in a community parking lot or church parking lot and open up to the community and people would come and skate and bike and once every few hours my dad would get up and preach the gospel and um and then he moved into tattooing, and that kind of became a ministry. And so I've grown up in the tattoo industry, and so ministry and the tattoo industry have kind of always walked hand in hand for me. Um, hmm. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, we're going to get back to that later in the show because I'm fascinated by that, but please continue. Absolutely. Everyone is. Everyone is. It is fascinating. Um, 
So he's been tattooing for most of my life, and my mom has been a stay-at-home mom since my brother was born, I believe. Um, and I was homeschooled my whole life, which opened up a lot of time and opportunity to really dive deep into music and this desire that the Lord laid on my heart as a very young child to lead worship, and so I'm very thankful for that. Um, I started leading worship in the church when I was about 12 years old, and I've been doing that ever since, and I've always believed and known that the call on my life was to be a worship leader, and that's taken on a lot of different forms throughout the years, not just, uh, you know, leading a church congregation, but writing songs and recording and um, Haiti. That's, that's a form of worship to me, and it's really just become a lifestyle. Um, now I, I nanny full time. I take care of some kiddos throughout the week and <laughs> on weekends I write and, and work on songs to go to New York and record and yeah. kind of my life in a nutshell, I guess. Well, great. Well, that's a good start. Thank you for sharing that with us and letting us get to know you a little bit more and, and who you are. Um, it's unfortunate that you have to work with such terrible people like the old Bear Records people oh, because, know. you know, if there's some people I can't stand, it's it's Chris and Anthony and all those guys. No, I'm just kidding. I, I love them dearly. Yeah, we, we have had some wonderful times together uh, recording, and so I, and I know my experience was wonderful with them, and I've been up there a couple of times to record. But tell me about your new project and what it was like for you to record at Old Bear Studios. Man, well, it was surreal. So I know Ryan Clare. He's a very, very good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. The church that I used to go to, that we used to go to as a family, um, in my hometown, Brainerd, Minnesota, Ryan Clare led worship there. And so that's how I got to meet him. So Aww. he connected me with Chris one day, and which I did not know was going to happen. I got a text from Ryan. <laughs> he was asking <laughs> what my number was and I was like oh maybe he just wants to call and catch up you know it's been mm -hmm. a while so I sent him my number and then all of a sudden I'm in a group chat with Chris <laughs> and Ryan and we're talking about recording an album so that was super yeah. super crazy um yeah, as far as the recording process, I mean, those guys are phenomenal. Mm. You know, they're so good at what they do, and they're such real dudes. Yeah. And so it was super cool. A great honor to create what we did together. Um, I I had no expectations or no, like, I just had no idea what I was doing. So it was super yeah. sweet of them to just take me in I guess <laughs> sure. what, what, was this your first time in a recording studio yeah. being with them yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. well it's, it's that's a good uh, it's a good first place to go to because oh, it is absolutely. a very much uh, kind of a family type atmosphere absolutely. when you're there I mean they are family for crying out loud you know <laughs> yeah. literally yes. literally yeah but that's a yeah. good that's a great first experience now one thing I noticed um, you know listening through your your new project um, it's a lot more uh, vocal focused than a lot of records that I'm used to hearing. And, and what I mean by that is a lot of the tracks are really, it's like a guitar and several mm -hmm. layers of vocals and it's beautiful and it's, it's your vo voice and I'm sure it's Chris and Anthony and different ones, um, that are 
probably singing throughout there. Was that sort of a, a conscious choice that you made, or was that sort of the, I'll call it the genius of Chris Hoisington as a producer, because he always seems to find what the artist does best and kind of highlights that and brings it out. Or So was it, just, just tell us about that, kind of how that came to be. I loved it to hear that. Sure. Well, I, I play instruments, but I don't play them well by my standards, at least. <laughs> um, but singing and especially harmonies and just layering voices has mm -hmm. always been so special and fascinating to me. Um, my first phone call with Chris, he was asking what kind of instruments I wanted. On Well, first he asked, well, like, what's your sound? And I told him, well, I don't really know. <laughs> Like, I know, I told him, I know I write worship music, but it's also like, whoop, I just dropped my phone, sorry. Uh, it's all right. No problem. We'll continue. Out. <laughs> okay, we're good. I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's all right. No, that's totally fine. You were not the first to drop your phone on the Voices of My Head podcast. As a matter of fact, Mark Schultz was recording from his car and uh, whenever we did it. So, you know, you're you're with the best of them, so don't worry about it. Perfect. So I feel better now. Please continue. It's no problem. Absolutely. Um, I was telling Chris that I knew I wrote worship songs but not the kind of worship songs you would hear on a Sunday morning mm -hmm. you know um and so I didn't even really have anything to like reference to like I didn't have any I couldn't find any sort of genre of music that kind of matched what I do mm -hmm. I guess um so that was that was a really special process to just kind of create this new genre of worship yeah almost um so that was super special and to do that with chris and anthony and jeremy and just their genius minds was amazing um chris then asked me after that first question well what kind of instruments are you wanting on the album and i was like <laughs> uh i don't really know but what i do know is i want lots of voices and he's like okay like a choir it's like I don't really know but I just want lots of voices um, and it all kind of just came together on its own we didn't start writing until the week that I left for hmm. the studio so it was super super like I don't want to stay last minute because that sounds unprofessional, but it was all very last minute. I mean, yeah. <laughs> where I was in the hotel room like the night before we were going to be in the studio and we were <laughs> working on like the second song. So, um, but yeah, it all just kind of, you know, gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. It was so cool as we were recording. I mean, someone would just have an idea and we would go in and track it and then all just kind of perfectly pieced and layered itself together. And yes. <laughs> well, it's it sounds lovely. And I, what I'd like to do now is let's actually take a listen to the title track of the album, Come Close, yeah, uh, right now. Uh, because I'd love for those listening to be able to hear just kind of how unique this project sounds. So this is the song, Come Close, by Legend Ozora. Oh, 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 oh,
And that was Come Close by my guest, Legend Ozora, from her new album of the same title. We're going to take a quick break right here, and then we will be back to talk more with Legend Ozora. This episode of Voices in My Head is brought to you by Podbean. With Podbean, you can create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile-ready right from the start. Visit podbean.com voices to find out more. That's podbean.com voices. This is Rick Lee James, and the music you are hearing is from my new album, Thunder. The title track, Thunder, is a never-before-released song by the late Rich Mullins. There are also 12 other tracks made up of original music, hymns, and readings to guide the listener on a journey. You can buy Thunder today on clear vinyl and CD, or stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, and almost every other music streaming service. Thunder, hear it today at rickleyjames.com. And we are back again on the Voices in My Head podcast with our guest, Legend Ozora. It's been such a good time talking with you. We've been listening to some of your music. And as we move through this today, I want to ask you a question. What mu- what music is moving you right now? This doesn't necessarily have to be your favorite artist or your favorite sure. band. But just, I know there's different times in life that different <laughs> songs are moving us at different moments. Do you have uh, some music that's moving you right now? Man, I've been super into this guy. Um, his name is Ryan O'Neill, and he makes music under the name Sleeping at Last. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just so good. I just deeply appreciate his artistry. I mean, I don't know if you've listened to his podcast at all, but he has a podcast where he breaks down like all of his songs almost word for word it is insane just the thought and the care that he puts into his music so i'm 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 on a huge sleeping at last kick right now no that's terrific i didn't know about that podcast so i'm gonna have to check that out it's amazing i love all of his enneagram songs too i'm a two (laughs) so I loved his episode, his podcast on that, and I was just in tears the whole time. It's so beautiful. Oh, that's terrific. Well, yeah. that's great. I, I think I'm a three on the Enneagram. With okay. the, I, I forget all the wings and all that, but, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's that's another conversation for another day. For Absolutely, sure. that's a well, whole that's, different podcast. That's great. Um, well, well, you know, talking about music that's been moving you, I and you have talked about the way that um, vocals and harmonies and and layers of vocals really speak to you. Do you have a favorite vocal band? Uh, I know there's kind of been a resurgence in the last few years of you know there's bands like straight no chaser would you be one that comes immediately that's just like an acapella band Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's a lot out there are there any like vocal bands that kind of uh have have really meant a lot to you that maybe have just when you hear them you go like yes those vocals are just right on man i don't know i don't really listen to a lot of acapella i guess um, this is probably totally cliche but the only one that i can really think of right now would be the pentatonics oh sure yeah classic yeah there there are not again there are not like a ton in the mainstream it's just been like a three or four over the last few years and so i was just curious if there was any uh in that range so so who do you consider to be maybe your greatest inspiration as a musician musically Stevie Nicks, one hundred. Wow. 
My mom's name is Rhiannon. She's named after the song. So Fleetwood Mac has been a staple in the family throughout the years. And I got to see Stevie Nicks. She was here uh, last year at the big Minnesota State Fair doing a concert. And so I got to see her live, and it was amazing. I cried so much. I was so happy. Oh, that is terrific. The big one. Oh, man. Stevie Nicks. I have to say, I don't know that I too many 18-year-olds I would ask that question to would say Stevie Nicks, but that's, yeah. that's a fantastic answer. I love it. Um, well, you know, we've been talking about a variety of things, and, you know, speaking of not necessarily your, your regular 18-year-old and the answer they might give, you spoke a little bit earlier about growing up in a tattoo culture and your dad having a tattoo ministry. And I find that fascinating because I kind of, you know, growing up, there was different camps in the church that was like, well, if you have a tattoo, you're not a Christian, you, you, you right. know, things like that. So it's fascinating to me uh, to hear about something like this. Tell me a little bit about that and growing up in, in tattoo culture, as you called it, because uh, I, I just love to hear more about that. Absolutely. Well, yeah, my dad has been a believer for years. And like I said, when I was little, we had that tabernacle skate park that we would travel around with and he would preach the gospel and lead so many people to the Lord. And when he moved into tattooing, um, I mean, I wasn't in the shop with him, obviously, because I was a very young child and children do not need to be in tattoo shops. <laughs> um, I remember just people being in our living room, like clients of his, uh, who had questions, you know, about his faith. And I know there's a couple that he actually baptized. He met them. Wow. Um, he was tattooing them and they just got to talking. And then eventually these people came to the Lord and started going to our church and then they wanted my dad to baptize them. So that was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're sitting in a chair for however long getting tattooed and, um, I know for sure that my dad never, like, forced his faith onto people, but Mm -hmm. I think when you're with the Lord, there is just something special about your presence, you know, especially if you're a non-believer, like, you kind of notice, like, oh, they're a little different, (laughs) you know, so people would ask questions, and he would share his heart for the Lord, and so that's kind of what I grew up with. I'm very thankful to have grown up in that culture in that industry um not not just because you know i look at people and i don't judge them if they have tattoos now you know um but because everyone in the tattoo industry is so expressive and Mm -hmm. so creative so i grew up very expressive and very creative and still to this day i mean i believe i wouldn't be who i am today if it weren't for having been able to grow up around those types of people even though like i mean the tattoo industry is not necessarily christian industry by any means (laughs) um but i just loved it and to grow up around you know those kinds of people you're yeah sure well and it occurs to me that you know that your your family i'm sure was reaching a whole group of people that 
we never, when we're serving in churches, ever would even come in contact Absolutely. with at times, you know, and, yeah. um, and talk about some beautiful artwork. I, you know, over the years, I don't have tattoos myself, but I've always admired the artistry when I've seen like really good tattoo artists, you know, it's I, the fact that I think it would be difficult to uh, make some of those images on a piece of paper or on a canvas, but I, I imagine the challenge of doing that, like on a person, you know, right. is just uh, an unreal. That will be there uh, forever. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, thank you for sharing some of that. I really appreciate and, and admire that. And again, I think that that's such a creative way mm -hmm. to spread the gospel too. And again, yeah. it's not a matter of like, we're forcing <laughs> you're in the chair. So you're going to listen to me preach for right. the next hour. You know, <laughs> it's more right. of just being a presence there and, and meeting yes. people that we might not have had a chance to before. Mm -hmm. So I really love that. Yeah. Well, before we, we're, I'm going to play some more of your music in a minute, but before I do, I'd really like to hear also quickly before we run out of time, uh, mm -hmm. you've done some work in Haiti and I know a lot of your heart is there. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, mind could you tell our listeners some of the good work that's going on there in Haiti that you've been a part of oh absolutely so I've had the opportunity to travel to Haiti several times a year since 2016 I go to an orphanage called all God's children yeah all God's children orphanage um, that has been built by an organization called GVCM and their main mission is church planting so they have 58 churches across the country of haiti which is phenomenal hmm. and on top of the 58 churches that they have um they have 17 schools and the orphanage that is the home to over 130 kids so when i traveled to haiti i um i had the opportunity to work with young worship leaders they're hmm. such beautiful people who just have such a heart for worship. And so when I'm there, I have the opportunity to pour into them and to bring them resources that they don't have access to. I mean, things like books and podcasts that are so that are a part of our everyday lives that they could mm -hmm. only dream of having, you know, so I love working with them. And they've just recently um, begun to be really passionate about songwriting. So that's mm -hmm. kind of fun to work with them on writing songs and um, so I do that and then I also work with the deaf kids and do a lot of bible study with them and yeah it's just it's really I kind of I've learned that I can't necessarily go with a plan because I could you know have a whole plan for every day I'll be there but it'll 100% change you know yeah. so just kind of taking the day as the Lord leads and the Lord gives it and just really like following his spirit in every moment. Sure. And well, yeah, but that's the basic summary of what I do there. Well, what, what an amazing God and what a, mm -hmm. what a creativity of our God that would give a singer a ministry to deaf people, mm -hmm. you know, to deaf children, you know, <laughs> we don't think of a lot of musicians who are working with the deaf. Um, but I, I think that's a, a wonderfully creative thing for God to do yeah. in the midst of what we're talking. Well, we have been listening uh, to the heart and the good words of legend Ozora today. We're going to listen right now to her song off of her new EP. The song is called Always Good. And this is legend Ozora. Let's take a listen.
Always Good by Legend Ozora, an artist on the Old Bear Records label. We've been talking with Legend about her new project, Come Close. Legend, it's been great to be speaking with you today, but we're about out of time. Before we go, a few moments ago we were talking about your dad and his tattoo ministry and just the great artist that he is. And it's my understanding that he had something to do with the artwork on your new EP as well. Would you want to tell us about that? did indeed, yes. I 100% took advantage of having a tattoo artist as a father <laughs> and asked if he would do the artwork. And so I gave him a whole bunch of ideas that I had and he came up with the album cover that yeah. I've had the opportunity to release Come Close Under. And it's beautiful. It's this beautiful vessel and... You know, it's sailing out at sea, and there's the sunset in the background and the beautiful floral pieces, so it's gorgeous. And it's crazy that he did it all by hand. Like, I am not in any way creative when it comes to drawing things. I, that, nope, that's not my gift. Um, but yeah, it's so, it's so beautiful, and it's so special to me to have um, that piece of my childhood and who I am you know, be incorporated and involved with, you know, what I do as a worship leader and a singer-songwriter, so that's sure. very special. Mm -hmm. Well, Legend, it's been great speaking with you today. I love your heart, and I love the music that you're making for the Lord, and, and I just appreciate you taking some time to talk about it with us today. For everybody listening, the website is legendozora.com. I would encourage you to go there and check out her music, learn more about her. And everybody listening, just do this right now. If you use iTunes, go to iTunes. If you use Spotify, go to Spotify. If you use Amazon Music, go there. If you use MySpace, I don't know who you are. Anyway, but other than that, go to those places where you listen to music and save her music, buy her music, do everything you, you can to support Legend. It really is a big help. And and leave reviews if you are, if you listen through a site like iTunes where you can leave reviews. It really does help artists. Um, you could even do that for my new album, Thunder. Go, yes. go do all those things. You know, add as many artists as you can. But we want to support Legend as much as we can. So Legend Ozora, thank you for being one of the voices in my head this week. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me here this week on Voices in My Head. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com where you can find out more about me, get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head.